think part of it is accepting that it's so much beauty in being black. And that's the thing that I guess I get emotional about because I've always known that. I've always been proud to be black. Never wanted to be nothing else. Loved everything about it. Just it's such beauty in, in, in black people. And it really saddens me when we're not allowed to express that pride in being black. And that if you do, then it's considered anti-white. No, you just pro-black and that's okay. The two don't go together because you celebrate black culture does not mean that you don't like white culture or that you're putting it down. It's just taking pride in it. But what's irritating is when somebody says, you know, they, they are racist. That's reverse racism. Or they have a black history month, but we don't have a white history month. Well, all we've ever been taught is white history. So why are you mad at that? Why does that make you angry? That is to suppress me and to make me not be proud. to go kill him because it was um he worked on his spine and he was having pain he was trying to get meds so what? when he, so he, he kept he getting he kept getting denied so that day the day of the he went to go get an AR15 and went right back in the hospital yeah, and shot and he, and he wife, said anybody and wife called and told him that she was in fear that she heard the shooting she called 30 minutes 
after and yeah. said she believed that was her husband because she, when he left, that she knew that you know he. I guess he had been in state. Talking about the state of mind, but he, he killed a doc. He killed five people, and then they said when they actually went in the when the police finally got in the hospital, um, about thirty seconds after they got in, they heard a gunshot and he, he killed his own self. It was two physicians, and the rest was like I guess patients. But he, he said he placed a note and said that it was his intent to kill the black doctor and anybody that got his way they was going he was gonna kill him too. So he did kill the black doctor. Yeah, it, it was a well, black doctor. It was a hate. He, it was a hate crime basically. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. That he went in, that he was going to kill the doctor and anybody got in his way he was gonna take them out too with this because the doctor had operated on him and he was still in, he was in pain every day. And I said that that's really you know I don't say you and, and people like that are sick, so you you know you yeah you don't take it for granted because they right. really are. Yeah. This is as well. Like, I really love capturing life moments and the most random things in life at the most random times. <laughs> I'm just a random guy amongst other random bloomers in this world. Oftentimes, I always be saying I should be a historian. I really love to just record and forget I record things and archive things, all of that and such. But that clip before me was um, my aunt just came over and it was my mom and my dad. I haven't seen her in a minute. And we was just chit chatting, relaxing, talking all things random. It was really a good time. It showed me the importance of quality time, that love language in the spectrum of family. It really taught me and showed me a lot. Like it really did. And I just think I just really think those those moments right there. I just really think those moments right there for the for the for the quality of life. We 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 search for the this good quality of life and don't realize that, you know, sometimes it's right in front of us in the in the act of showing up, in the act of doing. And um it was just beautiful. Like it was just so beautiful. But I, I caught the last part of it. You know when <laughs> you know when like black families come over and they always say they're about to leave like three, four, five times. It was one of those moments and I caught her at the last point stage when she was standing up closest to the door. I was just like, let me record. So I found the nearest app and well, I found the nearest app. Yeah, I'm repeating myself. That's crazy. I found the anchor app and I recorded from there. And yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, what's happening? What's shaking? I hope everyone is well, doing well. Shout out to the ones that's been supporting me, been riding, been following, following me the entire way. Um, you are appreciated so much. And to the ones that's new, hello, welcome. Welcome to Blooming Land. Welcome to Blooming Land. <laughs> Don't mind me, y'all. I'm just high off life. I haven't even sparked the blunt yet, like... But yes, very much hot off life right now. Um, welcome. My name is Michael. I am the host of Tales of a Late Bloomer and the podcast of all things random, all things raw, all things uncut. You know, y'all know what everybody say. But yes, definitely all things random. 
I just had a brain fart, but we're going to get back at it. We're going to get back at it. Nobody, no man and no woman is precisely what they think they are. Love mm. is where you find it. And you don't know where, you don't know where it will carry you. And it is a terrifying thing, love. It is the only human possibility, but it's terrifying. And a man can fall in love with a man, a woman can fall in love with a woman. There's nothing, nothing anybody can do about it. It's not in the province of the law. Mm. There's nothing you do with the church. Mm. And if you lie about that, if you lie about that, you lie about everything. Mm. It's not mm. so much about, it's not about no. homosexuality at all. It's about what happens to you if you can't love anybody. It doesn't make any difference whether you can't love a woman, you can't love a man, mm. if you can't love anybody, you're, 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 you're dangerous. Because you, no you have no way of learning humility. No, no way of learning that other people suffer. And no way of learning how to use your suffering and theirs mm. to get from one place to another. In short, you fail even responsibility, which is to love each other. Now, when you were starting out as a writer, you were a black, impoverished, homosexual. You must have said to yourself, gee, how disadvantaged can I get? Oh, no, I thought I hit the jackpot. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> it was so outrageous, you could not go any further, you know. It had to be, so you had to find a way to use it. There may not be, you know, as much humanity in the world as one would like to see. But there is some. There's more than one would think. In any case, if you, if you break faith with what you know, that's a betrayal of many, 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 many people. I may know six people, but that's enough. Love has never been a popular movement. And no one's ever wanted really to be free. The world is held together, really it is held together. By the love and the passion of very few people. Otherwise, of course, you can despair. Walk down the street of any city, any afternoon, and look around you. What you've got to remember is what you're looking at is also you. Everyone you're looking at is also you. You could be that person. You could be that monster. You could be that cop. And you're to decide on yourself not to be. Wow. The great James Baldwin said, love is not a popular movement. When I tell you, like, my feels are just popping off of that. Like, if something is not more relatable <laughs> to what is, like, going on right now, and I feel it. How could you not feel it? This man was so radical. Rest in peace to his soul. This man was so radical. He was literally a big portion of inspiration still to this day. But like he was like literally one of the most influential, influential writers and authors and thinkers alone for this black boy over here. OK, um, he brings me so much joy. I'm always lifted by his essays, his plays, his novels, his interviews. I mean, anything this man did, did. like he could literally be walking out of the city hall <laughs> and I get my life. Like he, it's just his aura, like his intellect. Oh my God. Like I live, I live, I live, I live. Like 
My favorite work by him, of his works, is definitely Notes of a Native Son. I am part Native, so like, it just, woo, okay, um, but I'm not trying to really like, <laughs> like go crazy right now because I can really talk about this man for a very long time, um, for real. <laughs> James Wall, James Baldwin did not play, y'all. He did not play. Like his courage, his determination to just be set apart, to, to conquer the great divide, to explore the gaps of this freaking crazy country, to explore the gap between our races, like the people of the different races, religions, sexualities. And many, many backgrounds that reflected his personal journey to self-acceptance. Self, self, <laughs> y'all already know how I feel about self. Self-acceptance, y'all. Acceptance. Self-acceptance. Self-acceptance. <laughs> like, it's the, I know I'm being extra, but like, oh, I'm just so moved. Like, he was so powerful. He said, I am not your Negro. 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 <laughs> I promise y'all I'm not high right now. <laughs> I am not high. Um, off of that stuff, you know. Like, the greenery. But, um, for real, the way that he spoke about love... Just gets me into, you know, what this this episode is going to be about today. Um, it's my feels, my passions on love, the languages, the ins and the outs, the good and the bad. This is just my outpour. Um, this is just what I feel, you know. not popular you know and it makes it harder for the ones like myself that choose to spread this more than war everybody don't want to be only thing love and war <laughs> oh my god I don't know why I had to go to Tamar but child I had to
<laughs> Y'all, please don't mind me. I'm like really high off life, okay? Um, but yes, if love would, never, would not swing wide the gates, no other power will or can. Our love should be swinging. I mean, coming in swinging, you know? As easy as it is to go at war, why can't love swing like that? You know, it's so weird. And when I think about swinging, I think about Will and Jada. <laughs> because for real, for real, no shade against, you know, how the media is in and out of their life and how they choose to, you know, set up their platforms. But baby, they've been together for 26, 27, about 28 years. That's literally my whole life. <laughs> so I have no choice but to look up to them when it comes to how they speak and how they swing in on love, you know? Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Next quote, love does not begin and end the way we seem to think it does. Love is a battle. Love is a war. Love is growing up. Now, I like, this is one of those things where, because I always said like Baldwin, he, he has a neutral type of thinking, but you know what side he's on. I love how he said love is a war because it, it, when you think about it, it is. But it's how it, it's where your mind and your heart is to how you to how you approach the battle to make it um, to, to, to lighten the war. You know, because it don't have to be a, it don't have to be a war. It don't have to be a battle. But when you have constant things going on in this world that just coming in, coming out, trying to kill, steal and destroy you just, it's reality, you know, it happens, it happens. So the moment that you can realize that love is a war, love is a battle, but it don't have to be, that's when maturity come in, emotional maturity at that. That's where that comes in. And I think that's just so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Oh my God, his mind. Woo. The mind is like an object and picks up dust. The object doesn't know any more than the mind does. Why? What? Uh. Blah, blah, blah. Child, that was just way off. Let me just repeat that. <laughs> the mind is like an object that picks up dust. The object doesn't know any more than the mind does. Why what clings to it clings? Ooh. The mind is definitely like an object. It's actually like a muscle, you know, for real, for real. Um, that quote, ooh, the object doesn't know any more than the mind does why what clings to it why what well why what clings to it clings that's kind of like a tongue twister listen flat out i i'm not even about to even break that down that's just that that quote right there alone is just mind-blowing it's kind of like thought-provoking in a sense next one is neither love nor terror makes one blind indifference makes one blind <sighs> It's something about indifference. Like, it's just really something about indifference that, you know, can truly make one blind. It can make a connection blind. It could just make so many things because it's like, why would you have a lack of interest, a lack of concern, a lack of sympathy if this is something that you want to do or someone that you want to have in your life, you know, or... um or how you choose to love yourself. Like, why will you have an indifference in who you are? Why will you have an indifference in what is called for for you? 
It just makes sense to just go in it swinging, yo. Swinging, swinging, swinging. Who gives a hell? Who gives a heck? And I always have to like affirm myself to this on a daily to be who I am to the fullest. Not necessarily saying I'm not being who I am, but being who I am to the fullest, to the fullness, to the most uniqueness part of me and to the most natural part of me. That's why I say fun, 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 because it just makes sense. And I like to simplify it for those ones, if not everybody. Okay, next quote. There are too many things we do not wish to know about ourselves. People are not, for example, terribly anxious to be equal. And he means equal after all to what and to whom. But they love the idea of being superior. Superior. Wow. Um, I don't know. I just don't know why this thing of of power has to trip people into an existence of where it's just not humane anymore. Um, and, and they start to realize that everybody else around them is like their peasant. And, and what I'm referring to, when I'm talking to, I'm talking to these people in these political positions um, because I just don't understand how they are even... I just don't even I just don't get it. I don't even want to go into the depths of this because we all know what's going on. We know it's evil. We know it's evil, you know? But it's just really sad. It's really, really, really sad. Now when I sit here and think about it, how these people are really trying to control the human body of this country. And then the crazy part is is how it is how it melts down. From the people at the top to the people at the bottom to treat the one to, for the people at the bottom to treat the ones that's at the same level as them bad. Like it's just it's such a trinkle down washed cycle system. It's crazy, yo. And I really do appreciate Baldwin for doing what he he did for for being bold for having the courage to get to these forefronts. To, to, to put his theories out, to put his um, per- perspectives out, to put his philosophies out, to put his writings, writings out, to put his free thoughts out. I love that because he don't realize how this is. I ain't going to say resurfacing. I don't know what people waves and how they be on when it comes to um, allowing the culture and stuff from back in the day to resubmerge and stuff like that. But... There should really be a, a, a resurgence of a lot of these writers' works. Like, people should really be sharing more of this because it's so timely, okay? But on to the next quote. To be sensual, I think, is to respect and rejoice in the force of life, of life itself, and to be present in all that one does, from the effort of loving to the breaking of bread. Let me repeat that one more time because... This is me all day and people miss it because I don't know what they are thinking. I don't know. I don't know. But this is just me. I love to break bread and break the bread of life every day. It's what fills me up, like truly. Um, But to be sensual, not sexual, to be sent. I said sent (laughs) to be sensual. (laughs) 
No, mommy, y'all. I promise you I'm high off life. I think it's to respect and rejoice in the force of life, of life itself, and to be present in all the one does from the effort of loving to the breaking of bread. People don't realize how much I love and how big I love and how many people I love and how I love everybody the same and how I treat everybody the same. I have been I have been talked about. I have been judged. I have been speculated. I have been read. I have been tried for all the wrong reasons. Like if y'all only knew the stuff that I keep to myself discreetly from people that think they know me and they try to, I don't know, tear me down, tear down my thinking or stop me from doing what I'm doing. It's crazy. But I will always love everybody the same, no matter how they treat me, no matter how they wrong me, any of that of the sort, because I want my love to be pure. I want my love to remain pure. I want to break the bread of life constantly. I always want to remain full. Whenever I'm drained, I want to be able, I want to be able to fill myself back up quickly. And that's how important self-love is. Self-love is so important. If you do not love yourself, you cannot love nobody else. The reason why I'm able to love other people is because I love myself no matter where I'm at. In my highs and my lows, I am a solid, solid, solid being, okay? And I want people to understand that. Understand that I am equipped to loving you. I am equipped to doing these things, okay? Because I give it back to the most high one next you think your pain and your heartbreak are what i just had a slow moment (laughs) you think your pain and your heartbreak are unprecedented in the history of the world but then you read like do i need to say that one more time (laughs) Like all of his like works, his quotes, like everything is just. Like this man, like sometimes when I just like sit back and like lean into his stuff, I'd be speechless. Like I'd be so speechless. But yes, moving forward. Love takes off the mask we fear we cannot live without and know we cannot live within. Love takes off the mask we fear we cannot live without and know we cannot live within. I hope that speaks to someone. The first time I discovered that quote was in my early 20s. And that's when I knew to myself that I need to start taking off these masks. Because I felt like I, I felt like I, I'm going to be honest, I felt like I couldn't live being in my truth, <laughs> being in honesty, because it's like, I just felt like I just had to keep that, keep that mask on, you know? But once you start taking the mask off, woo, liberating. And it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean the tests are going to get like easier because it's definitely going to get harder. But I, I promise you, I promise you, it, it's the best thing ever. It's the best thing ever. I'm over here drinking some orange juice. I should have made a mimosa, but you know what? I'm going to make a mimosa. We're going to be right back.
and we are back <laughs> with my mimosa. Let me take a sip real quick. <laughs> Ooh, about took me out for a second. But okay, um, back to it. His next quote is, to accept one's past, one's history is not the same as drowning in it. It is learning how to use it. An invented past can, ne can never be used. It cracks and crumbles under the pressures of life like clay in a season of drought. Woo! To accept, uh, to accept one's past, one's history is not the same thing as drowning in it. It is learning how to use it. Woo! Something about that. Something about use to me. Um, an invented past can never be used. Cracks and crumbles under the pressures of life like clay in a season of drought. Beautiful, man. And my last one that I love, uh, love him and let him love you. Do you think anything else under heaven really matters? Ooh. I would like to give a shout out to Brick Liam. Jacoby, for the ones that know him, know him. Um, I just want to say that that's, this man right here is so dope. Like, I came across him last year. Well, we finally, like, connected last year. But I I listened to his music for, like, the past, you know, couple of years. And he has this, this, this saying, this phrase, this proverb, so many just wise words in general but it says in the most beautiful way none of this matters in the most beautiful way none of this matters and i think back to james baldwin with this quote love him and let him love you do you think anything else under heaven really matters baby listen let me drink to that real quick Times are going to get crazier, crazier. This world is going to get darker. I don't know how to stress this enough. I don't know how to stress this enough. But find your light. Find your community, find your people and build. Radicalize yourself and build. Keep God first and build. It's so important. It is so important to make sure we keep God first because nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. Love God and let him love you back so your fruits can flourish and you can serve one another. That's the most beautiful part. You got to really forget the rest and focus on what's more important. Because if you focus on the world, don't get me wrong. It's nothing wrong with being in the know. But when you allow it to like overcome it, like overcome like over your life to the point where you're, you just constantly have these clouds. You're constantly in in depression state, see, like you're you're constantly just taking all of the enemy hits that this world 
pretty much lives off of. I, I honestly feel like this world really lives off of negativity, lives off of um, enemies, lives off of demons. I'm going to just keep it real. And I, it makes sense to why God is showing up in signs and, 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 and wonders. People are getting mad at God for certain things that are happening, but you don't realize, people don't realize that that God is actually trying to take these, these spirits out. He's trying to take a lot of this stuff out. He makes no mistakes. And it's sad. It's really sad that, you know, it tragic events really, um, it hurts us. But you got to realize that, that, that famine, plagues, death, all of that, it, it really plays a part into deepening our purpose and to making us stronger, especially if you made it through it and out of it. If you made it through the fire, oh my God, you should be creating beauty everywhere, yo. This, for one, this pandemic, this pandemic really just heightened my relationship with God. Like, and I really just saw how much God really do love us. But when we do not see it and when we do not believe it, wrath, rage, war, it's that serious. I tell myself, I said, if I'm at war with something, I'm not in love with it at that moment. I should not be creating anything, okay? I should not be producing anything in that moment. I need to go to my secret place and let God bring it out of me. Because I don't, I, I just don't see myself, I just don't see, I don't, honestly, I don't really see how people even produce things when they're in that that dark negative cloud like don't get me wrong like it, it it can be beautiful but i just don't see myself producing things when i'm in like that that war with myself um now writing that's a different story because i always say when it comes to releasing you don't have to release it to people. You don't have to release it to the world. You can literally use it as another form to release it to God, to, to let it go and leave it there. You know, um, so I don't want people to think when I say like creating and producing because writing is definitely producing something and creating. I'm not saying that, you know, it's bad to do that and you can't do that. I, let me be clear on this. L let it out. <laughs> write it out. Write it out because I'm telling you, those are the battles that God will fight for us if you trust and believe in him. And if you love and you serve him, he is going to keep you. He is going to keep you above, for one, humbly as you know how, above. I'm telling you, it's that, that serious. Um... When it comes to like the languages, the love languages, I feel like, and this is just my personal personal opinion, I do feel like we all embody every single one of the love languages from words of affirmations to physical touch to receiving gifts to quality time to acts of service. But I do believe in life when when you're um at the point of showing up, at the point of testing, uh, at the point of test, uh it I feel like it fluctuate and I feel like you're, you are going, we're going to be tested on like each one of them. Like, I feel like, you know, just in 
my life alone up to me being 29, I feel like I've been tested in all of them. Now, my favorites, my favorites in this season will have to be words of affirmation, acts of service and quality time. Quality time being at the bottom, like number three, not the very bottom, but number three, because I'm in this space where I really, really, really do enjoy um, my alone time. Like, it's such a focus, like, study, I guess. I don't know why I'm studying myself, but, you know, I know why I'm studying myself. <laughs> but, like, it's such a, a, a introspective time that I really do value and I appreciate so much. So, quality time is not at the top right now. Now, once I get out of this little headspace or whatever or whatever God is putting me through um definitely quality time physical touch and acts of service is definitely like that's what it is that's those are like winning gifts and languages to me I love quality time like people don't realize how much I really do love quality time <laughs> I love it so much when I'm full when I'm full and overflowing I love it but if I'm at like one of those medium moments I I have to really provide the quality time to myself. But uh, yeah, I hope that didn't sound all crazy. But I do believe just in life, like we're just going to be tested with each one of them. You know, nowadays, everybody want to say, this is my love language, this is my love language. I feel like everybody embodies it. I really do feel like everybody embody all the love languages. But child, you got to take that risk to see which one, which ones you are really good at. Where's your strength? Where's your weakness? You know? But um, love yourself, y'all. Y'all don't understand how important it is to just love yourself. It's so easy for, and I don't want to say people. I'm tired of saying people because a lot of these people are actually, everybody, everybody has a vessel to, 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 to be a light worker in life, to be positive in life. But when those bad, when those bad spirits come, child it's there so i know it may be hard when it's people that is close around you um people that you know or just people in general that is not loving you the way you want them to or have done you wrong be mindful and realize that it ain't really the human it's really the spirit so sometimes you got to know how to I guess if you want to fight love towards, fight your love towards the spirit versus the human. And the only reason why I say this, because I have been in at least two situations where um, I felt like. Well, it ain't like I felt like I knew um, I knew that the person that, you know, I was talking to, they was a they was a great guy. Like they was both great guys. But I can tell that they was really under like a spiritual attack of do they want to be good? Do they want to be bad? Do they want to be positive or do they want to be negative? It was like such a stronghold, like a fight. And I had to realize that I had to pray. I had to I had to really be a leader about it in the situation to the point that I realized, OK, maybe I do need to like take my ways, split my ways. But like. 
at the end of the day, like all I'm saying is it ain't it's not the human. We are spiritual beings living a human experience. Yes, I get it. Some people you may think they know better, but sometimes that spirit, that bad spirit, that enemy, that demon got a hold of their mind. Like I'm so serious, got a hold of their mind. And there's nothing they can really do at that moment. Like all you can do is really pray and let God do the work. So y'all gotta great y'all gotta give people grace. You gotta give yourself grace first. And love yourself to the fullest. So you can speak into others, express your languages, always be remain fooled, filled up, overflow, whole. All that good stuff. But you guys, I feel like I did another carry, enough carrying on on this episode. I just really wanted to um, get back in the job, the flow of things. I hope everybody has a beautiful, beautiful rest of their June. It's about to be July. Hot as hell. Y'all stay safe, man. Radicalize yourself. Become radical in who you are. Become radical in your love. Become radical in your gifts. Much love.